subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Hello everyone and welcome to a special recording of What's the Crack. We are here in Baltimore, USA, in Maryland. And we're at the Society for Research on Nicotine and Tobacco, uh, SRNT for short, and those in the field. Um, and we've been here since Wednesday and we've been listening to loads of talks on nicotine and tobacco and e-cigarettes and even the co-use between cannabis and tobacco and all real big names in the field. Um, and so we're going to share a bit of what we've learned over our few days. I'm joined with three other colleagues and I'm just going to go around and say who you are and where do you come from? Uh, my name's Liam Jennings, and I'm from King's College, London. I'm Tina Yana, and I'm from the University of Tasmania. Um, I'm Katie East, and I'm at King's College, London, but I'm currently doing a placement with Tina at the University of Tasmania as well. So we've got a lot of continents and countries with us right here. <coughs> so I'll first ask you, overall vibes, what do we feel about the conference? <laughs> I think it's good. Good. I am glad. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting it to be as fun as it was. Ah. I, I've had a good time so far. Good. So, yeah, yeah. definitely good. Well, me and Tina went to SRNT last year and this year, and both have been really good conferences. I think the quality mm. of science is very good. It's not very rushed. There's a lot of time to network and go to talks, so it's a good balance, I think. Yeah. I think it's welcoming to all stages of oh, your definitely. career kind of thing. It's a very yeah, good opportunity to meet everyone kind of at all levels. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I find it less intimidating than last year. But maybe that's just because uh, because of the stage I'm in at the moment. And you've grown as a person. I've grown yeah. as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so the general theme of this conference is that tobacco, we need to keep on reducing tobacco 
in all communities. Tobacco is bad. Tobacco is bad. It's very addictive. We can't... Nicotine's very addictive. Nicotine's very addictive. Yes. Nicotine's very <laughs> addictive. We can't keep, keep our eye, you know, move our eyes from this issue, even though... I think another theme that kept on coming up was the opioid crisis in the US. Yes. And the fact that quite a lot of money's been thrown at the opioid crisis for, you know, obvious good reasons. But I think a lot of people were saying, let's not forget that... Mm the tobacco is still an issue and a problem that affects all walks of life and increases disparities, I feel. Well, and it's still, it's still the leading major cause. leading, the one major leading cause of death. Yeah. yeah. And disease. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of a big thing. <laughs> it is still a big thing, even though what I think a, a few speakers are just like, people think that it's, it's done, we've ticked, we've yeah. got it down so far from what, 50% of the population to even lower, so... Seventeen percent in the UK now, I think, mm. or Great Britain. Yeah. yeah. So it's a massive decrease, but yeah, there's still a long way to go. Yeah. And I think the Surgeon General. We had a talk from the Surgeon General of the United States, who uh, is on the back of cigarette packets, looking all great. I haven't actually seen any cigarette packets with his face on, but apparently he's there. I've not seen any cigarette um, packets here <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, apparently he's there. But he was just saying that um, we can't pat ourselves on the back for reducing. Uh, tobacco smoking so much when the uh, gap is widening between um, those of high social economic status and low uh, social economic status. So we can't say, yay, well done, we've reduced it, whereas the gap's been widening. Yes. So Well, that's what Tina's work is on, looking at socioeconomic status and smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tina, could you give Tina? us insights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you be more specific? Um, what are the issues with between socioeconomic status and smoking? Well, I think that it's. I think the gap is widening because it's it's not it's not both sides that change. It's more that what we have, the treatments that we have, and how we can have, help people. It's more targeting or more helping people with higher socioeconomic status, um, who already have more resources. Um, so. Well, and then we we don't really um, reach the lower SES groups and the socioeconomic groups, um, and this is how the gap is widening. It's not so much because there are more and more low socioeconomic smokers and less high socioeconomic smokers. It's just less and less high socioeconomic. Right. Okay. So I think we yeah we. I think we should focus more on vulnerable uh, populations and Mm -hmm. groups who might not have the resources and skills Mm -hmm. to deal with it. And that's obviously a lot of problems with the research that's generally been discussed. I think Ron mentioned it yesterday that a lot of the surveys don't actually capture the really low socioeconomic status people, so people who might be homeless, obviously aren't captured in these surveys and these studies that are being Mm -hmm. discussed throughout this conference so and first of all if you can hear the sirens i apologize um (laughs) but um is it also because some of like nicotine replacement therapies such as patches or uh, varenicline a medication that costs money yes therefore it's easier for those with money to find the access to get down well i think it depends a little bit on the country i'm not i don't have i don't know that much about the policies Mm. within each country but um, yes, in some countries you get um, 
well, it's not funding, what's the word? Um, you can you can get uh, NRT, so nicotine replacement therapies, on prescription, um, on prescription mm. um, but in some countries you don't. And mm. it's also, I'm, I'm not sure what the research on, but I think I read somewhere that also the beliefs on the effectiveness of NRT is dependent on socioeconomic status. Um. So people might not... Mm. People with lower socioeconomic status might not believe that NRT and they might replacement therapy helps. Is there anything to do with like compliance with taking it? Is there any research on that? So that well, in general, medication adherence is definitely a big thing, and um, uh, nicotine replacement therapy being not as effective as it should be. Right. What is the system in Australia? Is it a prescribed um, system or is it over the counter? It's over the counter. Okay. Well, not Veronica. Because I'm not Australian, I'm not actually that oh, familiar okay. with the system. But so there's like basically there's quite a lot of evidence within RT that medications such as Veronica plus other NRT or counselling is like the gold standard best method, isn't it? That's what we mentioned today in the Q and A. Oh. Um, t- this was in a Q&A with the commissioner of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb. FDA is? Um, the Food and Drug Administration, right. um, which is obviously specific to the US, um, not the UK for people who are listening. So yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I feel like the Q&A was a lot of people asking the FDA to do a lot of things. <laughs> yes. yeah. I agree, I agree. And obviously not feasible for them to do it all. Yeah. So yeah. other suggestions were good, Liam. You thought that one suggestion was particularly good? I do, but I can't remember what that suggestion was. Let me find it. In the meantime, <laughs> I will also say that they showed a, um, a campaign of uh, helping people to stop smoking but what I thought was good about it is the Mm, fact that they notified and mentioned the fact that it will take you more than one try to quit so it was like you've got to keep on trying like Mm. you the more times you try the more times it will be more likely that you succeed so it was kind of like acknowledging that don't worry if you've tried and failed many times because it just means that you're closer to succeeding um, which I thought was quite good, but what I did also love is that there was a poster of water bottles that said, um, "Take a sip, not a sig." Yeah. <laughs> it was just like water, tobacco. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my favorite about the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My seven level of addiction, sure. Yeah. My favorite one was if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> try, try, try. <laughs> And try again. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it, honestly, it was really good. It was just like it some was, of the posters were just like... Brilliant. I was crying towards the end of it, like trying to suppress my oh, laughter. Why did I miss it? Um, I feel like that, to an extent, was a bit of a cop-out from the FDA, though. Because, well, I mean, there's a lot of campaigning in the US to have... Um, pictures and messages on cigarette packaging mm. and it hasn't happened right. and we can see that it works in mexico it works in the uk it works in europe all over the world Australia. it's working mm. and because of the tobacco industry they didn't want to do it over here so this is kind of like step in between but we know that it's more effective to have images um, yeah. showing the effects of smoking as opposed to just words it's kind of like it's- it, maybe it's definitely the right step, but it just felt, when I was watching, I felt uncomfortable because if I wanted to smoke a cigarette and I saw 
this, it's not going to stop you from smoking. Although, yeah. Although you're going to look at it because it's not shocking. It doesn't grab attention. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, do, do, do we actually know how and why the pictures work? Um, I, I mean, there there is also evidence that they might not and people work just and rather yeah, the people have like avoid a backfiring them. effect. People avoid them. Okay. Yeah. That's actually what Olivia Maynard's working yeah. on and looking at. Right. Um, it's avoidance of health warnings and it's using eye tracking studies to look at where okay. people... Like people turning them over because they're just like, oh, I don't want to see a dead lung. Yeah, yeah or oh, they use those yeah. plastic cases oh, to, yeah, to cover them up. To cover, yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, also another... And I remember this was discussed last year at SRNT as well, was potentially introducing inserts into the inside oh, packets right, yeah. of e-cigarettes. Um, sorry, packets of cigarettes and so you have the warnings on the outside and then on the inside you have an insert which might be you know uh advice on how to quit smoking what the most effective way of quitting yeah isn't that been done in canada um they have got like Um, more restrictive um yes they are us so they are required so there's yeah research by crawford moody who was actually the one who presented it last year um he Yes, he has done research looking at inserts. Right. So kind of have inserts telling people like where to go for help or how to quit smoking? Um, I think there's different types of inserts that you can get. I'm not 100% Mm. sure about this area, but I think there's ones that are kind of positive, like with a positive valence, so towards like quitting smoking as Mm. a, and how it can benefit your health, and then ones with a negative valence as well. Yeah. But again, I'm not 100% Mm. sure. That's true. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about the 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 cop out thing, it's also the interesting how they go for the positive thing instead mm-hmm. of going against tobacco yeah. kind of thing. It's not a negative thing of like cigarettes mm-hmm. are evil, which is mm-hmm. what kind of what the health warnings mm-hmm. on the yeah. packet would be. It's yeah. more like look how life would be without it. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. positive thing of you can do this. You're a trier and you will succeed. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not going against a product. It's saying. It, it, it feels more like a positive thing rather than going against oh, yeah. the sure. So here's an example. Yeah, and not, not only um, telling them how, um, how they're ruining their health, yeah. but rather, well, you're doing this, it's bad, but this is how you can, you know, change. make it, make yeah. it change. Yeah. So, um, can, I, I miss, unfortunately, missed the Q&A. Um, can you um, tell me a little bit more about the suggestions that people had? What was the one with um, e-cigarettes in regards to... Um, um, yeah, so barriers to using... It was about um, how the FDA can address barriers to using e-cigarette use and smoking cessation. So obviously in the US, there's, mm. well, everywhere there's barriers to using e-cigarettes and how they can improve yeah. um, ease of access, I guess, to e-cigarettes. There was also a lot of talk. To be honest, it was it's something that I've heard come up quite a bit in this conference is about menthol cigarettes and yeah, how they're very popular yeah and... big to chat about because yeah. i think there's a lot of well they the the, uh, the the symposiums that i've been into have given like evidence saying that you are less likely to quit on menthol and it's easier to start with menthol mm-hmm. i'm assuming because it's less harsh yeah to you know it's easier to initiate on menthol so it's like why do we still have menthol? So I think there's a big push to get rid of it so that it would help a lot of people. And there was the guy uh, asking the man from the FDA saying, you're saying how anecdotally flavours can help 
people get off cigarettes or something, but it says like you're not addressing the flavours that you still yeah. have in cigarettes that are keeping people on cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I think that was, and I think he was saying about how it negative um, mainly affects the African American community because yeah. he was a yeah, representative it's, it's of the especially African, popular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, population. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his answer when he gave the answer, he didn't give the answer in regards to flavors in cigarettes. He gave the answer in regards to flavors in e-cigarettes. In e-cigarettes, right? mm-hmm. the FDA guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's basically yeah. saying the flavors in cigarettes, e-cigarettes are a good thing. Mm-hmm. So he didn't yeah. talk about how the flavors in cigarettes are a bad thing. Exactly. So he just completely deflected. Yeah. It was yeah. very. It was a very broad response. Yeah. They just said we'll be soliciting information. They didn't really yeah. provide any. Is yeah. menthol still cigarettes still allowed in the UK? I know that they I are think there were discussions them. about banning them, yeah, but I'm but not sure when it was implemented. Right. I, I think there heard. were a couple of talks last year as well. There, there was a symposium and... this afternoon on menthol. It's funny because my friend in London smokes menthol cigarettes, and he said, um, <laughs> and he said as soon as they get rid of them, I'll probably not smoke. And I was like, well, you are just a beautiful anecdotal evidence (laughs) of how it will actually change. Because he was just like, yeah, I don't like actually smoking cigarettes. Um, So he's just like, yeah, I will not smoke if menthol are gone. I don't think they are banned yet. Right, okay. I don't think so. Mm. I don't know about Australia either. No one smokes or strict. I mean, people do. But like, (laughs) it's just not as obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, Australia has one of the lowest smoking rates worldwide. Mm. Do you know what it is? I somehow recall 11, but that sounds really low. That's really, really low. low. The UK is 17. Yeah. I think, I Regular actually smoking. think the UK has either a very, very similar or even a lower smoking rate now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. I, mean, it, cool I, mean, I mean, it also it also depends on which state and... Yeah. Mm. Even within cities, Pani, Tasmania has a high, one of the higher rates in Australia. It has the the highest. Yeah, and that's eighteen percent. Yeah. Well, not that's not. And one suburb of Hobart, so the uh, capital city of Tasmania, mm-hmm. has the highest smoking rate um, country wide. I've still not seen any sort of smokers there really in comparison. Well, I mean, it is the the the, the prevalence is very low, and you can you can tell when I, you do see smokers on the streets, but Often they get the looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Talking about social norms, right? Because yeah. that would be kind of like disapproval of people who are <laughs> yeah. smoking. Um, what about those social norms, Katie? <laughs> what are I they? Mean, that's very, we actually have three social norms people here, so not just me. But, oh, well, well. But you're the main norm. social norm person. <laughs> I'm not the main social norms person. So Tina and I presented yesterday in a symposium about social norms. Um, and Liam is presenting tomorrow on social norms as well. Um, so, we'll uh, so uh, all of you, just not me then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, briefly, tell me what social norms are, and what what is it? Normalization? Is it denormalization? Is it just the normal thing? What what is this? Um, well, so social norms can be conceptualized into two distinct domains. <laughs> so you have your descriptive norms, mm. which are your um, so kind of what is commonly done, so seeing smoking around you, you know, how many people smoke, and then you have your injunctive norms, which is like approval or disapproval of smoking, and then you can get these norms at all levels, so, you know, your friend's approval or disapproval and your friend's smoking behaviour, and then you can also get societal level as well. So 
Liam, what are you looking at tomorrow in your norm? Are you describing all the norms measures in uh, the so ITC? We, or? Uh, so, not all of them. Uh, well, we've divided it into descriptive and injunctive, and then we have two descriptive, we have three descriptive norms that we're looking at, and two injunctive. And then we're also um, applying that we're looking at how the descriptive norms are associated. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Do the injunctive norms. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it this was e-cigarettes as well? This is towards, yeah, just e-cigarettes. Just e-cigarettes. Yeah, and um, how maybe um, regulation can influence the norms um, as well. So you're looking um, across four countries? Yeah, the US. And what age is this? Uh, so All the, age. it's... Four categories of age, 18 to 24, right. 25 to 39, 40 right, yeah. to 55, and 55 plus. And smoke, smokers only. So you can be or involved in if you've um, quit smoking for up to two years, and then once you've it's gone over two years, you, uh, so you they, they, you're rejected as yeah. a non-smoker. Sorry, you can't. You <laughs> we don't smoke, want you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't sit with us. <laughs> and then what did you find, without any spoilers for tomorrow? Um, <laughs> Actually, no, lots of spoilers. Lots of spoilers. <laughs> so Slash this will be released after yeah. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, I guess England has the most uh, positive norms. Mm-hmm. If you want to, um, it depends on your perspective on the matter. I mean, it definitely depends on how you look on the matter. But um, so for every single norm, um, England came out significantly more positive. So um, you're more likely to see people using e-cigarettes on the street in England, um, more likely to have a friend that uses e-cigarettes. Is this compared to all of the three? So when we run the the analysis with each country as the base, and every time we did it, England, um, apart from I think one of them, um, England pretty much consistently came out. So which countries were that? It was Australia, Canada, the US and England. So England yeah. had more positive norms towards e-cigarettes. Yeah. In terms of both injunctive and descriptive. Yes, uh, especially with injunctive norms. With the descriptive norms, um, um, it was always um, more positive than Australia. But when it was compared to Canada and the US, especially when um, for a friend and partner based on status, it was a bit um, 
more inconsistent. So, okay. So, so was it? Did you see a difference between? So Australia is a more conservative country towards yeah. e-cigarettes. Definitely on every measure. Because mm-hmm. Australia uh, allows e-cigarettes, but without nicotine. Yes. So the ones with nicotine are prohibited. Yeah. Exactly. You can purchase them, but on the black market. Right. Yeah. Um, well, you can basically order them online. Yeah. I just thought of a very important thing we need to mention. Please <gasps> mention. Jewel. Oh, definitely. Jewel is. What about no, no, Jewel, the, the e-cigarette. e-cigarette. The USB stick. The G, uh, J-U-U-L. Yeah, it's American, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is so it? Yeah. Oh, they're really pretty. I okay. Mean, I'm the, the naive the, listener. Yeah. No, I have my, no idea what um, it is. My partner actually has quit smoking now for two months because With I need to get a jewel. Okay. So, so, so it basically, yeah, okay. you can Google it, the listeners at home, but basically it looks like a USB stick. It looks stick. like a USB stick, yeah. yeah. It looks like a USB well. stick. And, um, and why is it a big hype? Why is everyone like, ooh, jewel? Um, I think, so it, it uh, basically it sold, what, 43% of the market no, in e-cigarettes? For, for, 40, uh, 64% oh, of 64. the e-cigarette market Six. in the United States is jewel. Is jewel. Is jewel. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. How the and hell did they do that? Well, supposing, it, well, it's only been around for a couple of years. Yeah. But wow. what it, I think what it does is it's, um, I think what you get out of the nicotine it's, mm-hmm. Or you get more nicotine, or the okay. the effect of the nicotine. So close really. to what you'd get with the with this actual genuine tobacco cigarette. I think yeah, it's, right. yeah. But um, it's only allowed in the US, so we don't have it in the UK because mm. um, the regulations are different. So I think and it's independent. It's not. It's not associated not a, with any tobacco yeah. company. Oh, interesting. And yeah, because I think the. Um, so US when, didn't so. sign up to the FCTC. The. so to get like as a painting a picture and correct me if i'm wrong but most of the big e-cigarette companies in the u.s and probably the uk are backed by a tobacco industry no no okay Uh, not all of them i think the tobacco industry has bought some e-cigarette companies yeah and obviously philip morris have developed the iquos the new heat not burn product Mm -hmm. But I think, sometimes I think they're linked, right, okay. and sometimes they're separate. I don't think there's a, right, a norm. Okay. A norm, right, okay, got you. Yeah, cool. And, um... I, um, I have, I don't know what the research is on it, but um, living in New York, I see jewel advertisements everywhere I go. Yeah. Posters yeah. on uh, so many shop windows on the subway. Um, so I think that's definitely yeah. helping let me tell you about my research because mine was on my <laughs> e-cigarette advertising. Um, <laughs> no, it's just uh, we this the three that I was looking at was again the four countries of Canada, Australia, UK, and US. And when we did take um, the study of reported exposure to e-cigarette advertisements, it was when the UK had no regulations and the US had no regulations. They basically could advertise TV, radio, everywhere. And Canada and Australia obviously couldn't do anything because it all contained nicotine. Um, so it was prohibited. And shock horror, UK and US had higher um, exposure mm. to e-cigarette advertising and stuff. So it, it would make sense that... But I was going to ask an anecdotal question, actually, about social norms. What's the? What do you feel that your social norms are in your lives? As in, do you have... Towards smoking. Smoking or towards e-cigarettes. and or e-cigarettes, yeah. 
As in, have you, what's your friendship group like and or with e-cigarettes for smoking? Yeah, I don't have any smoking friends. Neither, neither yeah. cigarettes or e-cigarettes. And does that affect how you think about smoking and e-cigarettes? Obviously, minus the fact that you're in this field research. Well, uh, what, one anecdote that I have is um, when I went to Florence for the SRNT last year, so I'm, I, I, I am from Germany. Um, Germany has a pretty high smoking rate. One of, I think, a third of the adult population smokes in Germany. Um, and then I moved to Australia, which, which has a really low smoking rate, so you barely see anyone smoking. And then I went to Florence, and it was just, I was so shocked. There were so many, like, literally everyone on the street was smoking. And I could, like, I, I couldn't breathe walking through the streets. Right. Um, so would you say it was your environment then, as in you... I, my environment definitely had mm. a strong um, influence. But it could go e- either way because a colleague of a work colleague who was an ex-smoker in Florence said that being around everyone smoking all the time made them want to smoke mm. again, even though they yeah, hadn't yeah, smoked def- in de- the last like, six months or whatever. Mm. Definitely. But um, is that is that a norm, or is that just um, a situational influence or environmental influence? Norms are an environmental influence. Yeah, They're part of your environment. That's a descriptive norm. So, so descriptive norms are what you see, so your environment, and injunctive norms are kind of more inferred from your environment. So it's not explicit, it's yeah. what's inferred. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. Yeah. But it can still, um, as, you, as you said yesterday in your presentation, um, if I remember right, um, you said that they can be contradictive. So... You could be influenced by the people around you who smoke and you want want to smoke, but um, you also don't think it's right? Well, I mean, for this person, you're obviously around everyone who's smoking, so you want to smoke, but you're also at a nicotine and tobacco conference. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty where fine, Generally, yeah. the disapproval of smoking is very high. high yeah. So those are obviously contradicting yeah. norms yeah. going on there. Yeah. yeah. But you said your husband vapes, is that right? Yeah. So what does that mean that you think about vaping? Has that affected yeah. you because you're in close proximity with somebody who vapes? Uh, I mean, I feel like I affected him more than he affected Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was smoking a lot and it kind of got to the point where it's like, I really can't, like, he can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, like, not just because I dislike the smell and all that, just because it's, I, I know the consequences. So we agreed in the new year he would um, get a jewel um, mm. and it, he likes it and yourself katie i think going like going from somewhere at, like at university mm. where people are smoking all the time around mm. you yeah and the general feeling of towards smoking is approval or if not approval then kind of a oh we don't mind if you do or not to then going to London, where you're working, and the norms towards smoking are really negative, so not as many people are smoking, and if they are, they're going, you know, outside of the office, and generally, the, yeah, people don't smoke. Is it again because we, well, people I used to, but you now, well, you currently work in a smoke-free campus I was going to mention that in well. a nicotine research group? Yes. Very so, true. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just but yeah, it's all things that affect. Yeah. yeah. 
it's all depending on who you're around completely. Yeah. That's um, a really good example of how regulation does affect norms though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because um, oh, the University of Bristol, just outside the library, everyone is smoking. <laughs> everyone. You cannot go out of that library without inhaling some form of smoke. The ass library? The ass. The ass. Arts, arts, arts and, and Social Sciences. sciences. <laughs> but yes. Give that acronym to students. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ass library. <laughs> Meet so, you in the ass. I'll meet you in the ass. <laughs> Second floor of the ass. Let's go study the ass. Yeah. No one ever says. I mean, obviously, students are pretty high socioeconomic status in terms of education. Maybe not income, but education. Mm -hmm. And um, but still, a lot of students smoke. But you would think, well, we just discussed earlier that high socioeconomic status. um, All the prevalence in high socioeconomic Mm. status, people is not so high. Do you think I'm also environment? But I'm also thinking, could there also be uh, all have to do with like a student academia identity and stress? Yeah, stress I, I would well. say it would be that identity <laughs> kind of like as the well. Bourgeois, yeah. yeah, like oh, I'm away from my parents. Yeah, so I can have a cigarette. Let's have a, co- a coffee or a yeah. beer and a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, sit and, and talk pub. about smart things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we would go like after uni, we would go to a bar and then mm. smoke. Well, not me, but um, but then smoke a pack and have a couple of beers. Um, what time are we on? Oh, we've done forty-five minutes. Okay, so, so drinks. Any last thoughts <laughs> that anyone would like to add? Cool. So thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us, and 